Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's BV? One of the vag ones that isn't Uh, thrush. Bad vagina. Bad vagina (laughs) syndrome. (laughs) I think the bit that really just sent me at the end was the fact that the paramedics took her blood pressure just for something to do because they... That was chaos, that episode, wasn't it? Absolute chaos. I don't... (laughs) What am I supposed to call it? Yeah. We did talk about running at some point, didn't we? Brand new kettles. (laughs) New new kettles. There's a good seven minutes of kettle content. Of new kettle content. Oh, fuck. This is an awful episode. While still leaving something to the imagination, uh, last night I slightly confused my recipe and I ended up having a bean and bean burrito. <laughs> Welcome to episode 126 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. This episode is our first chat since Christmas, so we're a bit giddy with it. Holly has had a bit of a cruddy start to the new year and it's mostly COVID-based. It's obviously knocked her training a bit and she's been worried about the Paris half as a result. Something I think that will resonate with so many of us getting bugs at this time of year. I gave her a load of advice the day before, which I'll put here, even though we don't go into it much, as I think lots of us will have woken up on the first a bit worried about the training ahead of us. So first of all, I said she can come to Paris and not run it. Shock horror. Of course that's fine. And the same is true of any race from park run upwards. Or she could always come to Paris and Jeff, like all the best runners. Running for five minutes and walking for 30 seconds is a brilliant strategy. And let's all bear in mind the reasons why we're running that half in Paris. Because it's not to knock minutes off our PBs, it's to be a tourist and to meet up with a squad and to have fun. It's certainly not to get stressed about it beforehand. We talk about running in January and February and kudos again goes to Red January for keeping us moving in the most miserable of months. 
I talk about my running. I've now started my London marathon training and I'm absolutely terrified all over again. It doesn't feel like a very long way away and my training plan looks really scary right now. On top of all that, we talk about periods, wasps, pilates and on-screen bums. You can find Holly's right now on our Instagram grid. We also have huge national running show gossip from last year and Holly divulges a huge scandal that has rocked her world and it involves pine needles. By the way, do join us on Patreon because we've got a couple of new benefits when you subscribe and that's from just £2 a month. There are weekly newsletters, bonus episodes and you can listen ad-free too. Just go to patreon.co.uk forward slash women's running to find out more. Right, Hole, we need to talk about water, okay? Drinking water is important for everyone, but particularly for runners and particularly for me. Yes, we all know you sweat buckets, Esther. I heard you should aim for about two litres of water a day. Does that include Savvy B? I don't believe it does, Hole. Thing is, water is all well and good, but when we sweat, and certainly when I sweat, we don't just lose water, but we also lose essential minerals and salts. Well, never fear, because I have a solution. Wasson powders are tasty, easy to absorb powdered minerals with premium botanicals and vitamins that you just dissolve into your water for a super tasty drink. That sounds loads better than boring old water. What flavours do they come in? I'm glad you asked. They're zingy, hydrate and replenish with spirulina, green tea, selenium and vitamin C. And that's perfect to hit the ground running in the morning. There's energy and cognition, which has a lovely blood orange flavour and is packed with cinnamon, green tea, maca and magnesium. Afternoon slump be gone. And there's relax and unwind in a black cherry flavour with chamomile, magnesium and lemon balm to chill out with at the end of the day. They sound properly lush. And perfect for pepping up all that water I need to drink to replenish all this sweat. Where can I get them? Well, if you go to boots.com, you can get the whole range on three for two. Lush. Doug is just boiling the kettle, but I've got a new kettle for Christmas and it takes like 30 seconds to boil, so... Oh, wow. That's, that's actually very exciting. I know, it's amazing and it's see-through. You can see the water <gasps> boiling. <laughs> So that means you can see all the bath lime scale. <laughs> yes, it does. We have we have to clean it out after kind of every two boils. That's good. Our, ideal. Our, our, yeah. Um, our kettle was bought like it's like Dave's nemesis because I bought it. So it's all style and no substance. It's absolutely rubbish. Yeah, so, that was yeah. our original one. I tend to opt for style over substance as well. Mm. We had like a sort of well, I'm going to say a conical one. That sounds really weird, you know, not, a, but you know, the kind. I know the kind. Yeah. I'm aware <laughs> of, I'm aware of their existence. <laughs> it was lovely, but it didn't take long before the, like, gross, because we live in Bath. Sometimes yeah. actual chunks of limescale come through Chunk. and they are, yeah. they're sharp. <laughs> yeah, it's hideous, isn't it? I'm sure it's no, so it's rough. Is limescale good for us in some way? Because it, like it's a mineral. What do you reckon? Oh, maybe. Yes. Should I look it up? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard water. Yeah. Better for you. Oh, so far everyone's asking, is it worse for you? No. The minerals in hard water can also change the pH balance of your skin, weakening it as a barrier against harmful mm. bacteria and infections. Have we got weak skin in Bath? 
Nightmare. We might have weak skin. I um <laughs> I actually I've forgotten. I was listening to a podcast where somebody was talking about the fact that um I think it was one of the girls from Red Handed, the fact mm. that she kept having BV and the doctor was like, It's because of your water, it's too hard. What's BV? One of the vag ones that isn't oh. thrush. Bad vagina. Yeah. Bad <laughs> vagina syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh welcome back everybody to a new hey, year <laughs> <laughs> was so was your kettle your best christmas present it was up there all my best christmas presents were really practical things that i was really excited about so i got a new telly oh gosh that is good yeah. i know i know that was a really good present that sounds very spoiled sounds very very spoiled um and it no. was and i make no apologies <laughs> for that <laughs> um, and then uh, new new see through kettle was a hundred percent. I think that was that was number two. It was really up there. Oh, and mm-hmm. Doug got me leg warmers. All of, <gasps> there was a common theme with warmth and coziness. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, so it's lovely. What about you? What was your best best crimbo prezi? Um, I oh my mum, listener to the pod, um, mm-hmm. my mum, friend of the pod. Uh, uh, these can you see these lovely fingerless gloves that I'm wearing now? So, yes, I spotted them straight away. So not not only does she knit me fingerless gloves, but she also buys me. So these are really lovely because they're lambs wool. So I've got three different pairs of these, and she got me a hot water bottle, one of the really long ones. That I think I talked about <gasps> on the pod. You she did. claimed not to have listened to that section, but that's what I got. So I'm thrilled. Oh my gosh, that's so. amazing. Yes. Oh, I'm so amazing. jealous of that. Uh, and yeah, and other I, um, than that, I think I messed up and oh, sorry. I was going to say no, I left no. my Wheaty warmer in uh, in Cheltenham, mm. so I'm doubly <gasps> no. jealous. I might have to get online and have a look for one of those long boys immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I haven't even used it yet. I haven't even used it yet. So, um, but then it's, it's got, been it's quite. Um, yeah, it's been quite mild, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, it's been it quite has. mild. So, um, like, so the last time we talked, uh, mm-hmm. pod wise, bloody ages ago. I know we kind of crammed quite a few in, didn't we, before Christmas, so that we could do all of our nutrition stuff and blah 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 blah. But um, it was like you, two and a half weeks, I would say. It's been a long time. I know. Time. So much can change in that time. Uh, that's know. so so wise of you. <laughs> Tell me what's been going on. What's been going okay. on? How's your Christmas? You kind of know what's going on, but let's pretend you don't know what's been going on. I don't know what's going on. I do not know. I do not know a thing. Okay. So it's all slightly gone tits up. Um, not fully. <laughs> God. <laughs> not like one tit is up. It's not one. full. <laughs> Because <laughs> speaking to Esther yesterday, I think it's all very salvageable in terms of Paris. But I got COVID, um, I think it was probably about the 28th of December. And it 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 ravaged me, didn't it? It full ravaged me. I was so, so ill. I had all of the symptoms, like trading cards. I was collecting them all, even vomiting, which I didn't realise was one. I had to look it up. Um 
Though actually Doug made the interesting point that did I get so anxious and short of breath and shivery because I was fevery that I actually just caused myself to feel sick rather than it being a part of the COVID, not sure. But um, yeah, um, it was just really, really rough. It was so horrible. So I was really knackered and I thought that that was lasting a couple of days and that it was going to get better and that I'd be able to run in the in the new year as in like on new year like around around that time i uh, thought mm-hmm. i was getting better on on new year's eve and then that evening a whole kind of new wave of symptoms started which was the fever and then i had basically just like a migraine for like 3 days so absolutely no exercise in the question whatsoever like i couldn't all i could do was hold my head in one position it was rough and it was like you know usually when you have a really bad you know, it was like, you know, when you're really, really hung over and you think it's, and but obviously that lifts at sort of worst hangover you've had, that sort of will lift like late afternoon, early evening or whatever, and you'll feel normal. I kept waiting for that to happen and it didn't because that wasn't what it was. It was so awful. It was like, yeah, just horrendous migraine, feeling very, very nauseous, completely lost my appetite, really, really horrible fever. Like I would wake up sweating buckets but feel absolutely freezing so it's just a bit rubbish um however I I made my first foray back into fitness live last night um (laughs) with (laughs) Pilates for runners (laughs) I've got I've actually got a present for you from last night have you (laughs) is it a screenshot of my ass yes (laughs) (laughs) I knew it would be it was so funny. It was so it was, funny. And it was just an ass peeking up over the absolutely hilarious. Oh no, where's it gone? It hasn't downloaded properly. Um, but it, yeah, it was Liz the, didn't the... warn me I was going to have to do a down dog. No, that, I mean you needed some warning there, didn't you? Um, yes, I didn't have you, a top you, that. Explain that... what it is. We're <laughs> talking about something that lots of people wouldn't have understood. But um, so explain what you were doing. Yes. So um, luckily, I was feeling really nervous about this because I've I ha- we had this live Pilates session with um, Pilates for runners last night. Um, we do them occasionally, keep an eye out for other things that we're doing with Pilates for runners and actually do come and see both of us at the National Running Show because they're going to be there as well doing free classes. Um, but we did a little session and I had to message Liz earlier in the day and was like, I, I, you know, I'm sorry for the last minute. Nurse, I was hoping that I was going to be right as rain, but I am still a little bit tired and kind of recovering from COVID. So could we do a chill one? And luckily it was music to her ears because she had a chest infection as well. So she was like, yeah, yeah, let's definitely do a, a gentle session. Um, so we did a sort of gentle 20 minute Pilates session. It was absolutely lovely. But she had told me that there was going to be a lot of standing so I had positioned yeah. my camera and worn an outfit that I thought would be appropriate for standing Pilates. And then it was standing for about 10 minutes of it. And then suddenly at the last minute, I had to do several down dogs. Um, and I think I looked just a little, I looked a little bit like a a groundhog or something poking up above the... Like, I think it's because I was just like, because I didn't watch it live because I'm a bad bad friend but I did watch it after the effect oh, it's, don't on our, it's on our grid and um mm-hmm. uh, and I did a thing of just kind of I didn't want to see her particularly I mean she's very lovely and everything but I wanted to see what you were doing and stuff so I whizzed through and it just so happened that when I whizzed I whizzed to a point where basically you could just see the 
sort of sm- a small kind of hillock of mound. your bum. Large and that's mound. All, it's all you can see. You can, <laughs> it's just your bum. It's, while she was doing a downward dog, you could just see the fact that, yeah, you could see Holly's ass just above. Just, oh, <laughs> just the, yeah, hillock is exactly <laughs> the right way to describe so it. I, it Esther had so said lovely. to me earlier in the day that she would find it humiliating doing <laughs> so I do but I hope you don't mind me saying that doing Pilates on Instagram live and I had to really swallow anything and I was like you know what no I'm not going to be I refuse to be embarrassed I love our audience they love me it's going to be fine we're all pals um and then when I when I caught sight of the hillock I really did, I had a moment where I was like oh god I'm never doing this again Oh, it was so lovely. I loved it. I thought it was absolutely it was very brilliant. Cozy, and you know what? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was really nice. I bet people want you to do it again because you were so oh, good. I just it was quite it was funny. So wonderful. Did oh, you lovely. like did you spot my lemon tree in the background? I did see your lemon tree in the background. Yeah. That is a gorgeous yeah. gift. That is lovely. That was a great gift. That was a birthday. That was a birthday. So I, I I thought I'd I thought I'd have it in the background. I thought I'd try and make it look like I've got a very zen studio, but it looked like I simply a zen don't. Studio. Did it? Well, it, it the, yeah. the problem was it is in fact a living room where I do all of my living, and so there's not enough. There wasn't enough room, and that's why I ended up with a hillock because yeah. <laughs> there was just simply not enough space. I was so jealous of Liz and Kate used to have it as well. When Kate, our lush Kate used to do the Pilates videos because she's a yoga instructor. She has a space that shows her whole body, whereas I couldn't find anywhere in my whole flat that I could get my whole body in shot. No, I'd have to like do it in the bathroom or something. I have no idea where I would do it. I mean, I know it was ridiculous. I thought yours looked incredibly professional, actually. So no, oh, thank you so I... much. My pleasure. It was oh, lovely. I, and I was so proud of you because as we discussed, I would be, I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of showing bodies, isn't it? That I would find really hard, but also just the fact that I wouldn't be able to do it. So I'd just be like, oh God, how embarrassing. So yeah. yeah. That kind of oh God. I mean, you know. I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to do it fitness wise, but luckily it was chill. Um, and um, my niece, apparently, who's two, she was watching and she kept oh. um, trying to call me and get involved in the call and shouting auntie holly auntie holly oh bless that's so cute <laughs> honestly she is uh, she's uh, she was my highlight of christmas she's a joy she's a joy oh. she's very very iconic at the moment <laughs> so so is this gonna so this kind of uh the Pilates thing has that made you feel a bit more confident about starting running again after you've been poorly yeah I think it was just a good ease back into things and um because I was really nervous wasn't I I gave I gave Esther a call yesterday just to basically be like because I felt really like Paris is out of my sight now because I've just had 10 days I've just been completely out of it and I was really worried that I was going to have to start from complete scratch all over again with my fitness Mm. um but uh yeah I do feel a bit more confident about it it's just moving moving my body again isn't it so I'm going to do a a 5k slash you know 30 minutes run um 
this weekend just to sort of test the waters and and see how I go and we've already discussed the fact that I'm going to try and do that a little bit Jeffy yes so like maybe five ten minutes of running 30 seconds of not back and forth um and see how how that goes if it's really awful and I really do feel like I've lost all of my fitness then I won't push myself because I know I'm recovering and it is Mm -hmm. the illest I've been in quite a while it was really really awful um so I don't want to push myself um and um then after I've done that I'll see where I where I'm at and actually I've still got time post that to do up to 10 miles two hours basically of running um and um before Paris so and also thinking of it on the bright side um we've got super speedy Esther Newman over here who I don't want to put any pressure on because you never know when you're going to catch COVID but you know is currently planning on probably running it in about two hours um and then there is option b of walk running it slash running it quite slowly with me so we're just providing multiple services yeah (laughs) we are and like the, the main the main reason we're going there is to like is to have fun hang out with pod squad and just Mm -hmm. enjoy it isn't it it's not it's not to get I mean like I said I'm sticking with my my it's not like a new year's resolution but it's a new running resolution which is to aim for zero pbs I don't Mm -hmm. you know like I I run a half marathon vaguely speaking in around two hours and ten minutes so if it's flat that's kind of where I'll be so that's that and I'm I'm happy to just continue down that line, but yeah, we're we're going there just to ha- to have fun to experience it because it's going to be absolutely amazing to be exactly running around closed roads in Paris because you know who gets to do that? It's you know it's usually yeah chocolate. very very true. So it's yeah. a sightseeing experience. Yeah, exactly. It's tourism. Yeah, speed tour- speed it's tourism. tourism. Yeah, 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 speed tourism. Exactly. oh it's gonna be lush I'm feeling a lot better about it all now and I think it's just one of those things there was literally nothing that I could do about it so at least I don't feel any sort of like guilt like I felt with previous stuff if I've just kind of like not been very brilliant with my training or I, I genuinely just feel like like with Berlin when I hurt my foot it's just a bit of a sort of I've just got to accept and and move on and try and do as much as I can. And actually that was a can't do the race because it was so close. Whereas this is a, like, I'm definitely still going to be able to be there and I'm definitely still going to be able to, my my plan A is still to try and run the whole thing, but I just don't want to put pressure on myself in the same way. and have quite such strict goals as I did before, because I know that I need to really listen to my body and be careful. I think what spooked me as well, that um, was between illnesses, I went for a walk, like when I had my first sort of round of like wave of COVID stuff where it was achy body and um, brain fog and stuff. When that lifted, I went for quite a long walk. I walked out to Bathampton along the canal um, and um, which was lovely. But I then that evening was when I got the the old Uh, wave two. So I think. I don't know whether it's, I don't think going for a walk can bring on, you know, three, four more days of horrendous COVID symptoms. Like, I don't think that they're, they're 
I don't think that that if I hadn't gone for that walk, I would have been fine. But I mm. do think that I I pushed myself a little bit, and that's why I felt really, really, really out of it for several days. Um, yeah. So oh, I my, just want to be super I mean, careful with going back into it all. Yeah, I, I think that's really sensible. I I mean, I do I do remember reading stories of particularly kind of like athletes and stuff who tried to get back into it too. And this was like in the early days of COVID when people were getting it really harsh. Um, and I remember them, the stories about these these people who would, um, you know, try and get out and, and do sort of a proper running session or something when they hadn't fully recovered. And it did really push it back. Yeah. Um, and I think that's true of all kind of viral Ill- illnesses, isn't it? That the, Yeah. Know, pushing before you're fully recovered and particularly if it's sort of heading towards your chest that doing um doing some kind of a bit of exercise can really you know not not resting sufficiently can can really kind of prolong the agony in a way like like I've not been ill so far this winter but um last winter when I had my chest infection and stuff like that it can which is usually an annual thing for me and I did my usual thing of, of heading out way too early and I did exactly the same yeah. thing and, and it prolonged it by another kind of couple of weeks I think my recovery mm-hmm. and, and I think you have to be really sensible about actually maybe two days of two more days of rest could yeah. actually see you out there quicker than you know it, it's, yeah it's such a thing isn't it I think particularly when you're a runner um to just think oh I must get out there I must get out there and I'm feeling sort of okay so maybe I can just do two miles or whatever but that just doing those kind of that tiny run can actually really have this massive negative effect on your like entire health I think it's definitely yeah. I tell you what's really helped with it actually is the fact that we're doing the so um obviously we're doing run every day January except we are doing move every day January mm-hmm. um med Jan Jan in the med um and um that'd be nice and um that's actually really helped me with it because it's already reframed in my brain that running doesn't have to be the only thing that I do fitness wise generally but also that it doesn't have to be the only thing that I do in preparation for this half so even things like Pilates yoga gentle stretching walking it's because obviously aside from the few days that I was truly fucked with COVID um, Mm. I have still been trying to keep up the move every day but I've just reframed it and done yoga and done um, gone gone for walks that may or may not have prolonged my (laughs) symptoms for several (laughs) days and and I think it's uh, it already that's helped me see it in a different way of like it's okay to not always run if like it's gutting yeah. because we enjoy it but like if you're putting pressure on yourself because it's like oh I have to get out there and I have to move or I have to exercise I have to move my body then there are plenty of ways to do that in a much more gentle way even doing this 15-20 minutes of very gentle Pilates last night was all my body was up for yesterday and it was absolutely fine that's fine it was great I still felt good I still got the lovely endorphins that you get from exercising I still felt you know a little bit kind of like oh I've done something there um mm-hmm. just in a much more gentle way so you're not yeah there are ways that you can still get those lovely buzzes that we crave by but taking things a little bit more gently and that's really yeah. helped I think I want I to carry, definitely carry on doing the move every day mm. good good because um yeah like I I think red January is 
It's so good. It's so good. Um, did you see actually Hannah, the the woman that we, I mean, we've had her on the podcast actually, but um, the founder of Red January, she got an MBE. Ah, <gasps> she's in the honors list. She's in the honors list. Um, but I think, um, yeah, I think it, it's such a fantastic thing, and I I found it it's so kind of like like kind of globally such a good thing but personally like for everyone that does it it's such a brilliant thing and I've I've genuinely I genuinely think that having done it this time last year that it's one of two or three things that has enabled me to continue to run for the entire year without injury because yeah of of adapting like doing doing what you're you're saying which is thinking well I I want to move every day I don't want to run every day um, and, and it's made me incorporate other forms of exercise like more strength, more mobility. So yoga and um, and kind of increasing boot camp strength stuff, but not pushing myself, not not like really kind of feeling like every single session has to be this kind of big sweaty thing. But yeah, it, it meant that overall I, I in that time frame, I became fitter and it meant that for the rest of 2022 I kind of I I just I followed that pattern where I wanted to move every day for the whole year not just for the whole month um yeah and, and that's insane like if even if I think back like three or four years ago there's no way I would have done something every day but now I do something every day but that thing isn't mental it's not like I'm not running 10 miles every day absolutely not and I am including kind of a uh, school run and I am including uh, you know, yoga or like I did a, a, a mm-hmm. tiny 20 minute strength thing yesterday. And that definitely that gets a nice big tick on my calendar. I've done it. So it, it, it yeah. just makes me feel so much better and mentally makes me feel so much better because January is horrific. Uh, February, actually even more so. So I, yes, I, I I'm with of, you. March too. April. Dreadful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all bad. All the months. <laughs> so true so true i always forget march exists march is such a non-month but yeah feb and jan particularly are gross and i think it is the saving grace of feb is it's short and yes the saving grace of jan is at least there is an element it's a little bit you know obviously if it was a day it would be monday and the one upside of a monday is at least you have that slight feeling of like right and I've had a rest. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And I think there's a little bit of that, especially I think because I was a bit poorly. And I know that you also can get quite itchy when you're not doing lots of things and feeling kind of mm-hmm. busy and like you've got lots on your plate a little bit. That I think having that rest of Christmas, I'm really hoping that this continues into January. We shall see. It might be because it's a Friday in January. Um, yeah. But I'm currently feeling good about sort of making nice small changes that make me feel better in myself but that are not Mm -hmm. you know for other people in any way they're not because uh, the times has told me to lose seven pounds of my belly fat I saw that on the front cover of the times the other day belly (sighs) fat oh jesus i, think I can't believe you lose your belly and i was just imagining we were saying imagine if you just looked down and it was gone <laughs> it would well, be far like from ideal oh, yeah <laughs> oh god 
Uh, it reminds yeah. me of a game that I always I play with the kids where where we like if we're really bored or something we just say, "Would you rather have two mm. elbows or three bums?" And it's yeah, that kind of classic. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should like looking around? down. I, well, should I tell? I tell you what. I I do the one that we were doing over Christmas. Okay, so Holly. Okay. Would you rather have four elbows, two on each arm, or okay. ten belly buttons? I know. It's a tough uh, I oh, Okay. It does I depend where they have, are, doesn't it? <laughs> it does depend where they are. I'm going to have to go with, te- with no, 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 sorry, with two elbows, one on each arm. Yeah, two on each arm. Yeah. It would look strange, and I suppose it would be a bit like having little el- elbow boobies. Well, maybe you'd be like a spider, because you'd be double Oh, would they be elbow. pointy? You'd, and you'd be, you know... You'd be very sort of Oh, jointy. I was sort of imagining like two, like balls, like a pair of balls. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Not side by no, side. No, two bones. No. Two bones. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm imagining oh, an like extension a of your leg. arms. Like yes. a dog's leg. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, I'd love to consider. Oh, I'd you? actually yeah. enjoy that. It would be, imagine <laughs> what you could do in yoga and stuff. <laughs> I like that. Whereas t- I would uh, not belly, like ten the belly ten buttons. belly buttons. No. no, that gives me um, a bit of trypophobia. You know when people get scared of holes? <laughs> That's what that makes me feel. It sort of makes me go... <laughs> <laughs> what was the overall consensus in the Neiman household? Um, it, it depended on the placement of the belly buttons because there was some discussion about like if one of them was on your face then obviously that would be <laughs> that'd be a flat no. Oh, I was so. imagining them clustered together on your belly. <laughs> I did I did That's I did had I imagined. Went, yeah, when I formulated the the belly button elbow uh conundrum it was it was a cluster in my head but that wasn't Ted thought that they would be more evenly spaced and so he was uh, concerned about that as being an option, but yeah, so I'm mo- less mostly concerned mostly by that actually. The the oh, Ted, really? I think if they were just sort of spaced out on different parts of my body, I'd probably just get used to them. But if I had a cluster of ten, <laughs> oh no, it's the word cluster, isn't it? <laughs> it's the word cluster. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, where were the cringes we? are happening for us right now? We started doing belly buttons. Where were we? Where were uh, we we were saying, well, tell me about your running. That's what I want to know about because I was harping on about um, <laughs> a, about Red Jan slash Med Jan and yes. uh, helping it helping with my recovery a little bit. Like today, for example, I'm I'm feeling massive urges to go for a run based on guilt because I keep thinking I really really need to see where my fitness levels are at. But I'm forcing myself to stick with doing some yoga today. And then going for my run in the weekend uh, when I've got mm-hmm. time and I can have a lie in and I don't have to feel overstretched and knacker, like I'm knackering myself out. But tell me about your running, which I hope has been better and more joyous. Uh, yes, yes and no. It's been, um, it's mm-hmm. been a slight mixed bag because um, there was just, I had a big, dip just before Christmas because I'd had that sort of small kind of back twinge disc thing. Oh yeah, of course. Which saw me kind of, uh, I stopped for at least a week because of that. And then within a few mm. days, that was all definitely related to the temperature because that was after the cold snap. 
Um, and so, I, you know, being much more tense and things like that. So, so mm-hmm. that was one thing that happened. And then we got snow um, on the fifth, no, on the 11th. I remember that because it was Ted's birthday party. Um, oh, you're very wise. <laughs> um, and, uh, and that meant that I couldn't run uh because of mm-hmm. you know bad back but also the ice and the snow and stuff like that so i uh, i think there was about 10 days where i didn't run which is probably yeah. um, actually i don't think it was that long but either way it was like the longest time i hadn't run in years years i think that was yeah so i found that knocked my confidence so much and mm-hmm. knocked my fitness loads so i started running again just the week before christmas um, and it's been fine. It's been fine. I, I haven't been able to. So before I did my back in, I was doing like the last long run I did was about half marathon. Um, okay. And so then the, my next long run, which was just, I think probably Christmas Eve. Um, I think I did, I did seven. So there was a big, you know, I kind of, I reduced right back. Um, so then yeah, I did, I've yeah. done like a, a, a number of like three, and four mile runs and it's been fine it's been absolutely fine and then we went away for um new year's eve and we were away in devon for a few days so i did a couple of kind of shorter runs there um and anyway so so got back into it and it's been fine and everything um but then of course yeah we started work on the what third of jan was it and um yeah immediate immediately started looking at my marathon training plan so I have now formally decided to do the London Marathon at the end of (gasps) April oh that's really exciting fucking terrified all over again I can see I can see why people would only do one marathon a year I think doing a second marathon within this shorter space of time is actually quite um it make it feels so ominous and scary and and I was looking so when I was looking at my training mm-hmm. plan when I looked at it last year I think I'd given myself such a huge lead in time I'd given myself like 20 25 weeks you know and 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 in in the weeks leading up to my training plan starting I was already doing 10 miles in my long run and so when I had my 16 week training plan printed out I didn't really sort of join it if you see what I mean until yeah uh, there was like maybe eight weeks to go so it never felt that bad right but my training plan which I've just done I've just finished it this morning and I I started it on the on the third and I'm looking at it and this weekend I'm already supposed to be doing nine and it's like oh fucking hell I could really do (laughs) with a few weeks of having you know six mile you know, just just go out for an hour, kind of thing. So it's, it already looks like hard work. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I'm kind of dreading it, and I think I think what I'm going to have to do, and I've always I've already marked on there the bits. There are there are a couple of weekends that are kind of a bit bug- like when we go to the national running show, for instance. It's a bit like oh yeah, shit, yeah. I was worrying about that as well. I'm just going to have to do it on Monday morning or something. I'm going to do it on Friday. Yeah. Um, Oh, Although there's also there's also a gym there which I used last time, so I'm going to go to the gym and do like a little run while I'm there. Um, I which probably will not be doing that with you. I know it's fucking crazy. I don't know what, but anyway, I did it last year, so I'll do it this time. <laughs> oh, I don't it's know. not bad. I'll come with you. You're going, but I'll 
I'll come and bring crisps and watch. Do you remember last time, um, last national running show, um, I went to the gym in the morning and a comedian bloke was um, slammed a door in my face. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't, slam, he didn't slam a door in my face. That's not what it is. I've, I'm kind of misrepresenting him. What happened was I held the door open for him as he was also going into the gym and he just walked straight through and didn't say thank you. That's what happened. Oh, chivalry is dead. (laughs) Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It is. It is. I was like, fuck it off. Thank you very much. Um, Did yeah, so I, I, are you are you not saying who the comedian was because you don't want to call him out on the pod? Oh, Shall I, call him out I love pod? a good. I love things like this. <laughs> but the thing is, oh, I don't know. Are we allowed to? I'm probably not allowed. Well, the thing is, how right, famous is he? Marginally, as far as oh, I'm well, concerned, if we say who he was, but we say with the caveat. Obviously, he didn't murder a child. He just didn't open. He didn't say he thank didn't you. Say thank you. And there may have been many reasons why he was having a terrible day, or he was very busy, or he had a sore throat yeah. and he couldn't say thank you. But drag him. Who was him? Who was him? I'm just. I'm trying to. <laughs> who was him? I'm actually trying to find out because oh, there he is. Because I got it wrong. So I I remember I thought because it's because I get people mixed up. I thought it was, I think his name is Rob Beckett. But it oh my wasn't. god, with the teeth! Yes, it wasn't him. It was ah. it was, but, and it couldn't have been him because it was Rob Deering, who oh. um, is, and the reason why it must have been him is because he does a he does a, a running podcast with Paul Tonkinson called Running Commentary. And it must have been him because I I had seen it him must earlier him on because in the, the otherwise why would Rob Beckett be there? Yeah. Why would Rob Beckett be also, there? Rob so Beckett Rob does seem very nice. He does okay, seem very well, nice. I'm sure he's lovely. And he I'm would sure definitely say thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Rob um, Deering, yeah. you can suck it. Or you were having a really bad day and we're really sorry. <laughs> or you would you were distracted because you had to do lots of podcasty runny things like you know we all exactly it was probably a total accident he probably hasn't thought on it since and it's got stuck in your brain and it's one of those things <laughs> oh, dear. i'm sorry but i, yeah, I so, really yeah. teased it out of you i love a bit of goss like that <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, oops um yeah so yeah so running running's all right i'm just i am just really dreading the next few months i'm i'm dreading i mean even like even last year i think what did i have before oh i had the great north run didn't i before um 
London Marathon. Yes, and you, you did. Remember? So you've got a similar thing this year, presumably then, with Paris. With Paris. But it's yeah. it's it's kind of not as bad. So it's much... I've got... In fact, it kind of sits quite nicely in, in the plan in terms of my mileage, where it should be. Whereas Great North Run was like four weeks before the London Marathon. So I, I had to do like running around the outside of it. Do you remember? Yeah. <clears throat> um, but with, with this one, I, I don't, thankfully, because I, I really don't want to do that in Paris. Mm-hmm. but with great north run i remember when i was doing my long training runs i was i was up to like 16 maybe 17 or something before that weekend that i did the great north run um and uh and so that's made me feel really wobbly about paris <clears throat> because the week before paris i i think i will have done you know the same as everyone else that's training for a half marathon so mm-hmm. I feel really wobbly about that distance as well. So it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> just, It'll be fine, we'll be Esther. It will be fine. We'll all be in it together and yeah. um, it will be fine. That's all I can say. I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. I'm just, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is about my confidence that's just taken such a massive knock. And it's just because of having some of that time off. And also yeah, running again, like I, I ran this morning and um this week has just it's just felt so hard it's been it's darker now than it was in the shortest day it's darker now than it was the end of december i don't know why that is um so i'm coming back from my run in pitch black it does feel like the sun is setting like somebody um posted a thing the other day where they were like oh I don't know who needs to hear this but in however many weeks time the sun will set at 5 p.m I was like, I don't need to fucking hear that. That sounds shit. That That sounds awful. Yeah. That sounds really bad. That has not cheered me up. I can't believe the sun is still going to be setting it within the hour of four for the next month or however long. That's a load of bollocks. How come it it, is? How come it gets dark so, so, so quickly and then it gets light so, so, so slowly? Yeah. It's just taking. It's it's awful. So I'm finding my running is really, it kind of it's it's really hard to get out of bed. It's it's unpleasant yeah. running because I can't even do like in the run up to Christmas in like in November I was still able to sort of to do half of my trail runs because some of the bits of it were kind of on on lit lit kind of roads. Anyway, I was able to do more interesting running. I think is the thing. Now I yeah. absolutely cannot it. I cannot do more interesting running until the weekend or, 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 or mm-hmm. unless I decide to go at lunchtime, which I'm just never going to do because if I, if I decide that I'm going to go at lunchtime, I won't go. So I have to do it yeah. first thing before my mind can tell me otherwise. And that just means maybe streets. you need to see if you can get your hands on a treadmill and mm, but where do I get do? really, really into below deck. <laughs> I, th- I have a horrible feeling that below deck is your answer to everything is that right i know well actually i have to admit it isn't anymore i have slightly <laughs> lost it with below deck it was getting a bit dull uh, every every season that would sort of be a similar a similar thing my current um reality tv obsession this is so embarrassing yes. actually this isn't even this isn't even like oh so on brand this is really cringe I've been watching a reality show from 2004 um, (laughs) and it's called Laguna Beach and it's about white teenagers (laughs) with lots of money in 
California and it is so ridiculous and so rubbish but there's something so nostalgic about it that reminds me of being a child yeah and I love it so much oh god please nobody judge (laughs) me for that (laughs) I don't Um, I just feel kind of horribly old because you're talking about 2004 and you're saying that makes you feel like a child and it just makes me feel like I know I know I guess I I was like I I was 10 or something and (laughs) I love it there's there's all this stuff like when I see it on on um social media where they talk about like for instance naughty's fashion and things like that and I look down at myself yeah and I sort of look back and I just I look at what I was you know I, I try and think of what I was wearing in 2004 say and what I'm wearing now it's the same it's the same I didn't I didn't change you know that's it that's fine then you're very on brand you're very on trend (laughs) Y2K Esther Neiman's Y2K range it just I have not changed I jeans and a jumper that's that's but I always think that's nice and timeless my granny used to say that she used to say don't get too carried away with trends just be confident about what you want to wear and think about what you like because that is something that will never change or might do but you know that's something that isn't going to change every five minutes Mm -hmm. and and I I do try and concentrate on what I like I I've just remembered I'm really sorry this podcast is slightly chaotic but I just remembered something I really need to tell you um tell me that has been playing on my mind um and it while we're having a bit of a gossipy episode yes would you like to hear the pettiest thing that happened yesterday? Yes, I would. So, I'm being a little bit little bit quiet, and I presume they're not <laughs> listeners of the pod, but the flat downstairs. So, yeah. yesterday, we took the Christmas tree down, did the ceremonial de-joying of the house, and took all the things <laughs> down and made everything yeah. look shit and sad and sort of slightly Scandinavian again. Um <laughs> And, uh, and, um, the Christmas tree, um, I was, it's, it's my, you know, my fault. I was tasked with taking it downstairs because Doug had some other stuff to carry, but one large Christmas tree, one small girl, it was, it, I, yeah, I, I didn't do it very professionally. I was just kind of dragging it behind me and it did drop quite a few pine needles. Yeah. Put it in the car, took it to the tip, um, came back. Um, oh no, actually, this was since we, we did, we came back and we hoovered as much of the stairwell in our shared building, which has a cleaner who comes and cleans, who hoovers the stairwell every week anyway, but we didn't want to leave it all to her. So we, we hoovered as much of it as we possibly could, but, um, it was, we didn't have a long enough extension cord, um, to come out of our flat and, there aren't enough plugs along the stairs, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, sorry, very dull. Anyway, we had left some pine needles on the stairs, but I'm talking a few pine needles. Flat four gathered them yeah. into a pile and put them outside of our front, our door. No. <laughs> the individual pine needles into a small pile. <laughs> I'm honestly still reeling. <laughs> That's brilliant. What would you do? What what would you do? I I I tell you what I tried to do. I was fuming to start with, and I nearly went and knocked on the door straight away and shouted at them. And then I was like, "No, take a deep breath." So Doug hoovered. He we managed to find an extension cord so that we could hoover a bit more. We still couldn't do the whole thing, but 
That's why yeah. a, it happens every year. Everybody drops their pine needles. It's a bit, a little bit messy for a bit, but it's a shared corridor. It's not like it's in your living room or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, so we managed to have a bit more of the stairs so that they wouldn't have too much of a leg to stand on. Um, yeah. And then I thought I'd go round and kill them with kindness and go and give them a mince pie and go, hello, I'm Holly. I, you know, this is my phone number. If, if anything, if you're upset with the way that. How did you know it was there? We're conducting us. Because they're assholes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know it's them. That's the problem. I do. I do. Because, oh my God, I feel really bad. I'm having, this is, this is, this is the juiciest. This is the the juiciest stuff I've ever spilled on the podcast because they could be right outside the door right now um but they have left passive-aggressive notes before when people have used their green bin oh. like you know the identical green bins but theirs says flat four rather than flat two or nothing okay. um so they are slightly um and once when they I presume they thought that we didn't put the bins out correctly they put a black mm. bin like full of rubbish outside our door <gasps> i know they're not nice i'm sorry but if they're listening they're not nice and they don't communicate like grown-ups because come mm. and knock on the door you know um so yeah. it might not be them but it is uh, impossible to be anybody else because there's nobody in the bottom floor flat at the moment and the guy in flat three is lovely and would have been at work at the time. So it's definitely there. Yeah. But I, I'm, I won't accuse. My plan is to go around and go, hello, do you know anything about a pile of pine needles? <laughs> I can't quite believe I'm saying this. But do you know anything about a, pi a, a pile of pine needles outside our door? Um, and to be very polite to them and give them a mince pie and go, just wanted to say, I'm Holly, here's a mince pie, here's my phone number. So if there are any future things like that that you're unhappy with or that mm -hmm. you feel aren't, aren't, you know, aren't being fair in the way we all live in a big building together, then just give me a ring or a text and we can sort it out like that. Um, but they didn't answer when I knocked last night and then I kind mm -hmm. of lost my nerve this morning. <sighs> isn't that really you juicy and what would you do you and what do you think what would I do um honestly nothing um you know yeah in, in my that's head, kind of what I, I'm tempted to do as well yeah I don't know I don't know what to do with neighborly disputes I think I would just be terrified of kind yeah of, I'm also a bit I mean, freaked out because like it's a slightly serial killer-esque move isn't it picking up individual pine needles and putting them outside somebody's door it is a bit I mean yeah. Stay safe, Hall. It's. Uh... I know. I, last night I was lying awake thinking, what if they appear uh, at my door with a Doug's laughing at me in the background? But they could appear <laughs> yeah, what... in front of me with in front of the door with a machete. Yeah, I mean, what's next outside your front door? Like a limb, a finger. I mean, yes, a severed head, a turd. <laughs> Oh God! Anyway, I was bursting to tell you that, but also as I was telling you, I kind of re-freaked myself out about it because it's weird, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, bizarre! Yeah, yeah. God. They left no time as well, no time for us to get the extension cord out and hoover it all back up again. We could have been intending to do that. I'm not going to lie, we weren't. We just did as much as we could, and then we were like, <laughs> "The clean is coming tomorrow." But we 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 could have been just about to do it 
Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I Maybe don't know. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe it was a freak wind. Maybe a freak wind blew them outside the door into a neat pile. Mm, seems unlikely. I know. But then what also <laughs> seems unlikely, Esther, is somebody picking up individual pine needles and then placing them in a pile outside of somebody's front door. <laughs> unlikely. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's baffled me. It's the great mystery of 2023, and it's only the 6th of Jan. <laughs> How strange. How strange. Oh my God. How strange. Because I, I we don't... had... Okay, I'm really sorry. I'm going to fully bitch about them now. One more little thing. So the green bin <laughs> thing, we already were slightly warring with them because we used their green bin, identical green mm. bin, just there says flat four rather than flat five. Um, on on bin morning just before we went home for Christmas Um, and uh, we were packing up all of our stuff to go home and then we saw that there was a notice on the door saying to whoever used our green recycling bin without authorization um, can (laughs) can you at least have the decency to put it back and so I was very embarrassed and mortified and I put it back though this was like at 9am or something there had been again not very much time left between actually putting the bins out for the collection and for taking it back inside but I took it back inside um and then we did plot a few things that we thought we could do that we decided not to because we thought they'd escalate things like creating an authorization form for use of their green bin (laughs) (laughs) which would be quite funny and also labeling all the green bins flat four oh I know. Yeah, good. Good. So in my head, I've been, you know, it's been moves and counter moves, but actually yeah. what's happened is we've pissed them off multiple times and um, yeah. it's turned and passive aggressive. Really Use their yeah. bin and you've fucked up the entire communal hall with, with, pine pine, with a few pine needles. You're, you're, you're just not a very nice neighbour. No, you? I'm a really I nasty neighbour. Hide yeah, your green bins from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scourge of the green bin. Oh, my God. I don't, I, do you know Honestly. how I have no idea how to even segue from that back into what we were supposed to be I know. I'm about, so sorry. Then... I knew that was going to be the most random thing, but I was like, I have to tell you about that. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you on the – I was going to tell you earlier, and then I was like, no, I'm going to tell you on the pod because I I feel as though – I want everybody to hear. I'd love your advice. How do you deal with passive aggressive neighbors who who put a pile of pine needles outside your door? And um, also, uh, if anybody can offer me any protection, <laughs> do let me know. <laughs> and am I? Please also let me know. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for oh, traipsing? The asshole. Because I could be. Because I did feel a little bit guilty. You know, we we made a point of hoovering as much as we could because we did feel like oh god this is quite a lot of pine needles however mm-hmm. you know there's only so much you can do without a what I imagine is a professional hoover with a much longer cord mm-hmm. so let me know weigh in do you think I'm the asshole Esther yes. do you I knew you would <laughs> <laughs> I never think you're an arsehole, Holly. I never think Aww. you're an arsehole. What I do have is some sort of, I because the the serial killers in flat four, I think, mm. um, it sounds to me very much as if they are an orderly, an orderly flat, 
Um, you know, yes. if they're the sorts of people that would write their flat number on the green box, and if they're the sorts of person that would leave those sorts of passive aggressive notes, um, actually, which aren't, aren't even passive, and yeah, the sorts of people that would be affronted if a neighbour were to use their bin, even if they weren't using it. I, I, yeah. They're the sorts of people that would have, you know, labelled spice jars in their spice rack and a methodical yeah. way of cleaning their flat every single week. And they probably kind of wash their duvets, not just their duvet covers. They're those sorts of people. They probably iron things. Actually, Doug irons things, doesn't he? But I, mean, I know, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I think they, <laughs> they, they have a lot of lists. They do lots of stuff. So I, I have some... I, I feel for them in that that their order has been knocked slightly by the appearance of pine cones. Uh, pine cones, yeah. not pine cones. Oh Jesus, that'd be awful, isn't it? Pine needles. That that um, would be yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> hundreds of pine cones. But um, yeah, so I. Uh, but no, are you? The I arsehole? don't because no. even if that even if that was the case, then come and knock on the door and say hello. Are you planning to hoover these up? Yeah, I think that's that would have been the There's better. even if even if even if they are, you know, very reliant on order, including in communal spaces that they don't have full control over, which I would argue get a life and relax. But I appreciate and I yeah. and I'm I'm listening and I I'm here for them. Uh then I still just think like we had a literal conversation the other day because he had a leaky roof and he wanted to know whether there was anything that could be coming from our building or whether we had one as well so like we do speak occasionally oh he should have just so i just then. then he should have just spoken to me i'm actually i'm upset now no i'm not i'm over it um <laughs> but i was a bit freaked i was a bit freaked out and i did think that that was quite funny i'll send you a picture of the pine co- of pine needles after this oh do oh you took a picture brilliant marvelous I, of okay. course i sent you a we've been com- We've been compiling because we think it's quite, well, we thought it was quite funny. I think now we're just a bit worried that they might actually really hate us. But we have taken pictures of the passive aggressive moves because they were making us laugh. Like the without authorization sign. Nice. nice. I know. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I thought yeah. maybe kindness is the way forward and just just being nice to them and going around and saying, I'm sorry, I didn't think a few pine cones in the corridor for a f- uh, pine needles in the corridor for a few days would be um, a massive have a massive effect on you but it obviously upset you so here's my phone number and we can talk about it like grown-ups in the future but I hate confrontation so much you know I do yeah just don't do it just don't do it yeah maybe I just won't do it I'll just move <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll just move house I think that might be the easiest way to settle things. It's the only, only an answer em- I can see. I'll do it. Yeah, it stick an envelope full of poo through their letterbox and then move for sure. Yes, or we we in a baking tray. Um, I, baking? I read about this. Apparently, if you we in a baking tray, put it in the freezer, slide it under somebody's door, then it will melt. Oh, that's a horrible what, thing. I know, isn't that horrible? We. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> brilliant though it's quite genius um i know quite genius um i had to ask you a very serious question which is when does the great pottery throwdown start it's a very good serious question i think it's soon it's like it's either this weekend or the early next week because i remember it being like the early digits of january because i haven't even i don't even know 
what channel it's on. I'm assuming it's BBC. I know it might be kicking off soon. I think oh, it's on it's on um, Channel Four. Oh, Channel Four. Yeah, no idea. Oh, Sunday. I think it starts. It starts on Sunday. Does it? I believe. I must admit, I have. I'll, I'll give it a go, but I have very little enthusiasm for it because it doesn't involve cake. Oh, don't worry. We don't have to do that one. Did we say we might do the sewing bee instead? We're both. Well, we were trying. We were going to do like one of the granny ones, weren't we? Um, and people yes, do I say that nice to have a cozy granny one on on ice. And then, uh, did you see? Um, did you see Janusz doing his great pottery? Did you? Uh, do you follow him on Instagram? No. Let me get. Well, let I think me because he's following. Look at him immediately. I think, I think maybe we should. So there's a lovely picture of him um, wearing oh, a pottery so throwdown. Sweet. Oh yeah, 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 oh, with no. Shrek behind him. Yeah, and because he's wearing the pottery throwdown um, uh, apron. Uh, what do you call it? Apron. It did. It made yeah. my heart flutter because I was like, "Oh, is he going to be on it?" And then it was like, you know, obviously no question that we'd watch it, but no, he's not. So he was just getting excited. Aww. Well, um, yeah, sorry. I shouldn't have. Maybe we should actually be talking about this off air because I can't quite remember what we said. I thought we were going to do, I thought we were going to do pottery throwdown. Yes, I think we are supposed to be. I think that's what we decided. But it was just, I was just saying that I just, it, I find it hard to garner enthusiasm for anything that doesn't involve Polish bakers. And yes, like, I completely agree. Nothing will ever be the same. Um, no. Have you? on the other hand, watched anything over Christmas that you loved that I need to go and watch? I have to confess, I didn't watch The Detectorists. Oh, for God's sake, Holly. But Um, I will, because apparently there was a Christmas special and my sister-in-law said that it was the best thing she saw all of Christmas. Yes, and that's all I was going to say as well. So, yeah, I absolutely bloody... I mean, I liked liked the new Knives Out. That was great, but... um, Oh, that was good, wasn't it? That was good. That was great fun. Great fun. But um, The Tetris was... Yes, by far the best thing. It was amazing. Cool. So, okay, I'll yeah. do that. I watched, I can't remember whether we've yeah. done a pod episode since I did this, I, mm. but because we went very well, we watched lots of telly and I binged two seasons of The White Lotus. Oh, and yeah. And it was incredible. And really? Oh my God, amazing. I, I'm obsessed. It was brilliant. It was so good. Um, oh, cool. So really recommend that. And we watched Watchmen as well, which I think came out quite a long time ago, a bit late to the party, but it's very good as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We just got very stuck into to Now TV because I never, I, I got Now TV ages ago so that probably so that I could watch Drag Race of some description and I never <laughs> use it and I was going to get rid of it. And then I thought, I'll just see what's on here. And actually we did, we did find quite a lot of brilliant series on there. Sorry, Murdoch. Yeah, I- well, oh, yeah, I Murdoch, loving it, but sorry, everyone. Yeah, um, I, um, yeah. I tell you what, I have started watching as well as Wednesday. Have you been watching that? Oh, apparently it's brilliant. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. It's really good, and it's okay. nice because I'm watching it on my own. I'm watching it without Dave. So it's nice to have one thing that's mine. Um, yeah, and and it's it, it's brilliant because it's Tim Burton. I've always liked Tim Burton, so mm-hmm. I love that kind of stylish gothicness and. <sighs> And she's brilliant. The 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 woman that plays Wednesday, and it's got Christina she's Ricci very in it. Which I, she's yes, very beautiful. Yes, I saw. I love that, and it's got the lovely woman from. I say lovely woman, but she's quite scary in this. But um, the woman from Game of Thrones, the tall blonde woman. Um, so she's absolutely oh, Brianna Tarth. Yes. What's her name? That her. actress. I can't remember. Oh, she's so good though. Oh, I can't remember. 
Um, but yeah, I can, she's. I yeah, can see her name, but I can't read it. If that makes sense. Yeah, she's in, she's incredibly oh. glamorous in this. But all of it, all of it's amazing. All of it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's just yeah, I love it. So yeah, okay, I'll fun. do that. Yeah. So that's been that's been Yay. my kind of that's been my fun kind of thing. I think I was just thinking because I've got I've got my little notes here for um for today and we've oh yeah please sorry everything. we've talked no 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 about we've everything. About... I've still got a letter I need to read you as well. Oh brilliant! Um, we will do that um in two ticks because um I, yeah there were just there were two things that um, we haven't talked about and one of them was and I know this is going from the pine needle to the ridiculous but i was just gonna yeah. just mention just from the ridiculous to the ridiculous ridiculous to ridiculous i was gonna talk about periods just because just because 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 um mostly because um i'd realized that this week and last week had been really really tough in terms of my running you know i was banging about running mm-hmm. being hard and, da, da, da. and it had been hard i think because my fitness had taken that kind of swerve because of my back and the weather and stuff like that but also because I got my period last week I think it was like a New Year's Eve like a nice little 2023 present it still hasn't gone because I'm perimenopausal and that's I get longer Mm -hmm. heavier periods and that's just my little gift um and it's Mm -hmm. just fucking awful I was just I realized yesterday though that I very rarely share its awfulness with Dave and um I happened to we were watching telly and he was like are you over your period yet and I said I said no I always think I am and I go for a wee and I basically have a small hemorrhage and he just did this face which I wasn't expecting he sort of went oh god oh that sounds awful and I was like yes it is that's my life but I I'm so used to it and obviously every is used to that as a situation and stuff like that but I think in the telling, it made me realise actually, well, you know, it's it's tough. It's 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 a tough gig having a longer, heavier period. It's tough having periods full stop. It's tough because I realised that my iron levels have dipped as well. So I'm mm-hmm. incredibly tired and I haven't supplemented because I'm an idiot. Um, and so, yeah, so it made me just think today, right, come on, you know, get a grip, take some iron, sort it out. Also, yeah, because we're not eating meat. Well, you're, you mm. wouldn't be anyway, but I'm not having any red meat because of Veganuary. Not that I'm following that particularly to the letter. Um, but <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we haven't even <laughs> talked about fucking Veganuary. <laughs> fucking Veganuary. Shitting out. Oh, sorry. Honestly. I need to cough my guts up a sec. <laughs> oh, she's having to cough her guts up. Oh, That's dear. Welcome. Cool. Welcome to the institution <laughs> today. <laughs> oh, honestly. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I'm so sorry. I think that that sounds that sounds awful, and you think oh, that's a really really good point actually. And we should maybe have a chat with because we didn't talk about that in our veganuary episode. I think we need to talk to a um specialist about iron because I did have a similar thing last night where I was cramming spinach into my wrap. Because <laughs> I know I don't I don't usually meet, eat meat anyway, but um, I just don't really think about that stuff anyway. And veganuary's caused me to have to think about it all a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't have periods, and I still make it men's problem all the time. Where I'm like, you have no idea. But um, <laughs> but it, it, but I do feel like 
<laughs> I could be at risk of um, anemia and things just because um, I don't, I haven't eaten meat for such a long time and I haven't really focused on my nutrition. So maybe we need to get somebody to talk to us about, about almonds and spinach. Mm. I don't exactly, even know whether yeah. almonds have got iron in. I've made that up. No, that actually, that gave me, do you know that iron. actually made me, spinach definitely got <laughs> iron, but not as much as you'd hope, hasn't it? I think that's the kind of. The yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's do, let's let's talk about that if people would be interested. Um. But let's, I certainly in the would be interested episode, to see if we can talk to someone. But in the next episode, we definitely need to talk through because I think we're running out of time here, and I want to hear this letter. But we need to talk through yeah. all the shit veganuary food that we've eaten as well. I know. I can. I can. I was going to kick off with that today, and I I forgot. <laughs> you had what? Sorry. I well, I've just got a growing list of awful. So um, oh, that I'm okay. I'm prepared to name and shame some brands. <laughs> just Last brand. night was the first night where cool. I think I might have, well, we're only on day six and I think I might have poisoned myself last night. <laughs> I woke up in the night and I felt very, very odd. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. It's such okay, a shame. We'll I am. That, we'll discuss that at length in the, in the next pod, promise. I completely yes, forgot to even. Well, there's just been so much to talk about, but I, I, I need to read you this email because I loved it. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, let's talk. Let's move in this absolutely chaotic pod on to <laughs> wasps. <laughs> oh, is this as a result of me saying that wasps are good and go and look at the Chris Packham thing? Yes, and I said they're bastards. This, I'm afraid, is more evidence for my case. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this is from Liz. I hope she doesn't mind me reading this, uh, but I'm going for it. Oh, she's coming to Paris too. Okay. Oh! Right, so she said, um, Dear Esther and Holly, first of all, love the pod. I've been listening for two years. I was enjoying your recent podcast with Molly about Veganuary and had to write in when I heard your comments about wasps to tell your running story. In late summer 2021, I was running around my local park in Old Trafford. As I ran along, minding my own business, a wasp flew straight into my apparently wide open mouth. My instant oh. reaction was to clamp my mouth shut, which unfortunately oh. caused me to bite down on the poor bugger. Said <gasps> poor bugger then reacted with his own instincts and stung me hard on the inside of my lower lip. Ow! I think that's quite kind that she's called him a poor bugger. I think I called them bastards all the way through the last episode and they haven't even done anything to me. Yeah. Now... The situation has, was made more uncomfortable by the park being full of families with children as I promptly bellowed some very colourful language in between profusely spitting. Some polite elderly pe people tentatively asked me if I was okay, probably thinking I was having some kind of mental break. There is a pharmacy near the park, so I diverted my own, sorry, I diverted my run over to it while my lips slowly ballooned. The pharmacist recommended I phone 111. I was near home, so I wandered back and called them lips still inflating. Speaking with 111 was somewhat hindered by, by my giant lower lip, but I managed to run through their questions, which were all to assess if I was going into anaphylaxis. They ask you if you have difficulty Ooh. breathing, if your throat, throat feels like it's closing, and if your lips are swelling up. Because obviously I had to answer yes to the lips question. They then had to call an ambulance out to me. I'm sorry, just imagining yeah. her going, yes, yes. <laughs> Needless to say, I was quite embarrassed when the paramedics arrived, standing at the door looking like a Botox party gone wrong, but otherwise completely fine. I apologised profusely for wasting their time, and they were so lovely about it, deciding to take my blood pressure just for something to do. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just loved that story so much. <laughs> oh my god. I can't imagine I that. Oh. I've seen it with um well, Liz, don't take this personally, but I've seen it with uh on um Instagram and stuff when people put pictures up of their dogs that have eaten bees. But oh. I don't think I've ever seen a human lip a human's lip swell as a result no. of a bee or wasp sting. No. She has attached and a I've... picture and I, I wish I could show it to everybody, but oh. um but also I I do want to spare Liz some of her dignity after just reading out that story without asking her permission first. So <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i yeah i yeah thank I you just, i loved that so much know, I did. like actually and that's made me feel really bad because do you remember when i i remember talking about i remember walk, running along the canal and talking about the fact that i'd run past a bloke hoiking his guts up because he'd swallowed a fly what if it hadn't have been a fly what if it had been a wasp because then i would have been fully like you know encouraging and ready to call of, of the wretch because yeah, yeah possibly not calling one one one, but um, I hadn't considered the anaphylaxis concern. But I yeah, definitely, if you're going to hoik yeah. up, hoik up wasp for sure. I mean, yeah, oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, gob it up. God, there's, there's so much to be scared of when you go running, isn't there? I know I a new about... fear, new fear unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Liz, for sharing that because it was very funny. But yes, definitely new fear unlocked. And I'm very glad that you were actually okay. I think my, I think the bit that really just sent me at the end was the fact that the paramedics took her blood pressure just for something to do because they had <laughs> <laughs> to come all the way. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh. Well, there we go. That yeah. was chaos, that episode, wasn't it? absolute chaos i don't how, what am i supposed to call it like you know pine what? needles wasp stings and um periods i mean periods what? yeah we did talk and about running at some point didn't we but brand new kettles brand new <laughs> kettles there's a good seven minutes of kettle content of new kettle content yeah. yeah oh fuck this is an I awful episode. Got a very, uh, yeah, I think it was ne- oh. it, it was nearly also going to be an episode about too many beans, but I'm going to have to save that for the next episode now. Oh my god, we haven't even started talking about the wind situation. I Jeez. know that's going to be the next episode. I mean, listen big, up, people. big windy pops going going on. <laughs> nightmare, <laughs> nightmare, cauliflower just awfulness in this house it's just been so bad yeah just to give you an, a vague idea without while still leaving something to the imagination uh, last night I slightly confused my recipe and I ended up having a bean and bean burrito <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the consequences <laughs> oh god thank you for listening do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. 
For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon and you'll receive a special patron-only weekly newsletter from me and Holly, free access to our monthly live chats, and you can listen ad-free too. And if you join our cheer squad tier for just £6 a month, there are bonus podcasts to be had. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. Happy running. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.